celebrate Easter Sunday, we are kicking off a brand new message series we call Things That Jesus Never Said. Over the next four weeks, we'll be looking at those kinds of things. Things we like to ascribe Jesus may have said, but in actuality, he didn't. One of the things he certainly never said is, this is the end. On Good Friday, he never said that. As a matter of fact, he kept telling people that he would raise this temple up in three days and people didn't seem to understand what in the world he was talking about. But he showed them on that first Easter Sunday morning when he fulfilled every promise he ever made and rose from the dead. How beautiful and how powerful is that? It is his personal living testimony that he is indeed the Son of God. And everything that he has promised you is true and will come to fruition. This is the truth of Easter. This is the great question that Easter answers. Easter says loudly and clearly, death is not the end. Life on this earth, this physical life here, is not the end. It's the beginning. That's why today we gather to celebrate this most important feast of the church's entire year. When God shatters the darkness, opens up the light, brings about a new creation through his son Jesus Christ, and invites us to participate in that. It makes us aware, I hope, on this Easter Sunday morning, aware of our eternal destiny. We know the end of the story. Sometimes we can kind of get sucked into the darkness of life by watching too much news or whatever it is, and we think, oh my goodness. But we know the rest of the story. That doesn't mean we necessarily walk around with rose-colored glasses, but we know that Jesus Christ the King is victorious over sin, death, and darkness. Today's Gospel tells us that Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb while it was still dark outside. A lot of people today choose to continue to live in this darkness. It's our job to inform them otherwise. It's our job to bring them the truth of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, risen from the dead. People before Jesus, many did believe in an afterlife. But for example, the Jews called it a place of Sheol, which was a place of the dead ascribed as the pit. Pagan people referred to the afterlife as Hades, certainly nothing to look forward to. To them, life on earth was as good as it gets. But we know that heaven is not like that. Heaven is a place where every tear will be wiped away, where our abundance and our joy is fulfilled in complete union with God. Jesus' resurrection did not just reveal to us the possibility of life after death either, it also reveals to us a whole new horizon for us here on earth. Because Jesus has risen from the dead and we have received the power of the Holy Spirit, we are charged. We are charged to be the presence of God in this world. We are sent out, electrified, if you will, by the Holy Spirit, just like flipping a light switch on. Do you live your life that way? Maybe a little bit. But hopefully on Easter Sunday, we feel recharged to go out and be the presence of God in the world. Part of that too is bringing God's presence to things like injustice, bringing God's presence where people desire peace, and trying to bring those two things about, justice and peace, in a world that can certainly lack for justice and peace. And we could do this in confidence because with Jesus Christ infused with his spirit, 
we can conquer anything with him. For he has conquered it for us and encourages us to go out and do it for others. We also read in the gospel that the tomb was empty. That's what Mary Magdalene discovered on that first Easter morning, and John and Peter see it for themselves. The reason the tomb is empty, of course, is because Christ is risen from the dead. We know all of us will one day experience physical death, but like Jesus, your tomb and my tomb will be empty one day because he has promised us that he will raise us up from death, body and soul, to live with him forever. We say that every time we pray the creed and Jesus rising from the dead again proves that that is true. So as we continue to celebrate Easter, we're going to pray a prayer together this morning. Let's pray this special Easter prayer together. We're also going to give you one when you leave today, and we encourage you to pray it with your family and friends over a meal today or at any gathering you have with your family and friends, this special Easter prayer. And so let's pray that prayer together now. Alleluia. I praise you, my God. Thank you, Father, for the gift of your Son. Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you for his victory over sin and death. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit who fills us with abundant life in Jesus Christ, the risen one. In this Easter moment, help us to completely open our hearts to you and your magnificent power. Raise us up to